Almost a weekend and you don't know what to do Or you just need something fun to listen to Southside Pod! Yes, we're on the Southside air Pod. And the gang's all here, all things on the Southside We're listening to the Southside Pod Looking for the best Southside breweries Or you might just need an awesome place to eat Green, Blue Island, Beverly, pay listen, all sub to your tuned in to the Southside Pod. Southside Pod! Oak Lawn, Midlothian, Oak Forest, Chicago Ridge, Flossmore, and Bridgeview, you're listening to Southside Pod! Did you have to do anything around Lollapalooza? What? For my job? Yeah. No. You didn't have to, I'm nowhere near it. You were lucky enough not to be around any of that. Right. My nephew is, is going. He's uh, just going into college, so he's 18, 19. I got offered tickets, and I was like, I'm too old for this. They offered all the uh, fire department tickets. If you want, yeah. you want tickets, go free tickets. For, and you were like, for no. Thank you. Nope. Not no. interested. My nephew was going, so I, you know, I sent him a few like fatherly, but not fatherly texts. You know, that kind of fatherly be, be safe or call me if you need me kind of text. You know, from the, from the cool uncle. Like, right, right. You know, I was there 30 years ago, Lollapalooza, you know. I know what it's like, you know, I was exactly his age when I was going there in, you know, 92. Like, my, you know, my first year I went there. And I was like, you know, just be safe, hydrate, drink a lot of water. There's a lot of people there. Just basically tell them, like, if you're going to do anything, just make sure it's from a reputable source. You know, if you need me, call me. I won't tell mom. Read the label I'll get, make first. Make safe, you know? Right. I just want to kind of give him that He's out, a lot you know? safer than, say, like that documentary that I just watched. The Woodstock '99 documentary. Oh yeah, they put out. Did you yet. see this? Thing? We almost went to that. Do you remember? We yeah. almost took a road trip out yeah, there. Yeah, we talked about this, and then we didn't go. We, we, and I'm we glad we, we, we were close we didn't go. to going. I'm glad we didn't go. After Why? That. You didn't see? The, did you watch the documentary? No, but I know the stories from there. there okay, so ba- basically, like all happening. the clean water that was going to yeah. be provided to people was gone in the first couple hours. Yes. And then they had water fountains, but people started swimming in the water fountains sure, and bathing you? in them. Yeah. So then all the sewage pipes broke. And so by the first night, everybody was sleeping in crap. Yeah. And so the whole 10 city, there was there was actual human feces running through everything. Sounds amazing. All right. And then that's the thing. So then you'll, you'll get a kick out of this. You'll get a kick out of this. If anybody gets a chance to, it's totally worth watching just to watch. Can I have your Hulu uh, login? Yeah, sure. One, two, three, four, five. The, the, it's totally worth <laughs> it's like watching because their luggage. you know when you see a documentary and they're interviewing all these different people and there's that one guy who everybody's going to blame as being the bad guy. Yeah. Oh boy. But that guy did the documentary thinking everybody was going to be on his side because oh, no. they don't do the interviews together, right? Okay. Yeah. So the, the, the guy who's the promoter, they had the two promoters mm-hmm. out, but there's one guy who's like one of the main promoters. And he keeps talking about how Fred Durst is the reason there was a riot. Oh, oh there, yes, exactly. But the thing is, when you look at... Did you see the, the crowd during his set? Oh, like yeah. they were surfing on plywood, starting but, off fires and everything? But, Wait, what was the year that they had two different like Lollapalooza-like reunions? Because 99, there was definitely one, but the other year 90, it was... A Woodstock, Woodstock 90, 94. They did 94. And then Woodstock 94. 94, 94 yeah. okay. 94, 94 I'm thinking of, okay. 94 was a little bit better. 99, was that with the Red Hot Chili Peppers where everything started on fire? That was at and the end with the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Jimi Hendrix. Exactly. That was amazing. So the thing is, <laughs> it seems like this guy, who was really to blame for everything, like they talk about how he didn't get enough of this, and he didn't get enough of that, and he had no security, and he did this, and he did that. He blames Durst because... He says Fred Durst makes up a song on the stage where he says, tells people to break stuff. 
Oh, and I'm like, but that was song? one of his songs. <laughs> <laughs> was like, right. And he goes, I've he never... also told people to have sex. There's a song called Nucky. <laughs> and he, he was like, he goes, I know, I just can't believe I never knew Limp Biscuit to have songs that told people to break stuff. And I was like, what? You booked the band. Well, then I thought maybe he's doing okay because he said he sang a song about we got to have faith. So. Right. But like nobody was, admitted to listening to Limp It was, so, it was so weird. So the guy- I like, do, and I still do, Mike. So Great band. This guy- Blame Durst for playing his actual music on stage and then people reacting to that music as they normally would. And then I mean, the, you put break stuff on right now and I'm breaking stuff. Yeah, I would run around and break some yeah. stuff. Yeah, right? 100%. While he was playing the set, I was singing the words. I haven't sang that song's yeah. words in 20 years. Sure. And I knew every word right. of the song and I was getting angry on my couch. Yes. Like if my kid would have walked in, <laughs> I might have knocked right. him over. Punch him right in the mouth. <laughs> Break your f***ing face tonight! Give Boom! Right in the six-year-old's mouth. <laughs> Holy, just knock him right through the front glass window like it's an Old West saloon. Right into the horse trough. <laughs> exactly! Exactly, because... It wasn't me. Clearly. It was Limbus. Clearly, it, when that song is played, riots begin. Wow. That's the to. science right. behind it. it like, it's like, if you watch this thing, you're going to find it so funny. And then they get mad because they went out and they told Anthony Kiedis when the, the fire started. Yeah. And the fire started. Don't, don't play anything with the word fire in it. And they tell him, like, this Anthony, songs. can you play something calm? Can you help us calm the crowd down? Can you make an announcement to tell them to stop? And supposedly Anthony Kiedis looks out there and realizes there's nothing he could do. Yeah, yeah. And listening. he looks at Fleet and he goes, Yep. Light my fire, Jimmy plays the entire thing. Naked from head to toe. Oh, that's what he does. No. At oh, the, he, at, he, he in the documentary, yeah. in the documentary there is yeah. no sock. Yeah. He is nice. just naked playing the bass. Okay. And and he likes to have the strap up high, too. So you know. He was, yeah, he was everywhere. I was like, oh, my God, flee. Jesus. <laughs> Put your flea bags away. <laughs> so, but, when they, but then here's the thing. The crazy part of it, and there's so much in there, So, but the fact that they had trucks and trucks and trucks full of water. And when the riots started, what really gets it going is that somebody busts one of the trucks open and the crowd realizes they've been holding out all the supplies. Oh my goodness. So for three days, these people had no supplies. And then it was like Lord of the Flies. Of course. And they just light everything on fire. God, why didn't we, we go, go to this? Why didn't we go? Seriously. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's the Southside Pod. It's the Southside Pod. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's the Southside Pod. It's the Southside Pod. OMG. OMG. It's the SSP. It's the SSP. Oh, oh my God! Oh my God! It's the Southside Pod. It's Southside Pod. Joining us on the phone line, she's been on the show before from Palest Heights. Lauren Cazola's on the line. How are you, Lauren? I'm doing well. How are you, Chris? I'm good. You guys had a bunch of fun stuff that happened in July. Uh, you had you had your big. I think you guys have the best week ever out there. All kinds of events out in Palest. How did everything go? Everything was awesome. The best week ever was great. Even despite some rain that we had, we still made it great, even with the rain. So, um, our Independence Day celebration was fabulous. Our parade was the biggest parade we've ever had um, in the past couple of years with participants and people in the parade. So. 
things have been going really, really well, really good. <laughs> you have an auto show that you did up there just a couple of weeks ago, right? Yeah, we had our classic car event, which brought out a ton of people as well. Um, it feels like people are ready to get out again, and people definitely were, and it was a great night, and the weather held off well, so it was awesome. It was a good night. <laughs> I'll tell you a little story before we uh, we talk about what's coming up over in Payless. Uh Right before I left on my vacation to go to the Outer Banks, I had everything planned out and I was bringing my studio computer for upgrades and like a cleanup and because it's the only time that I can kind of take the podcast studio apart. So I was bringing mm-hmm. it to Computer Greeks and I showed up to drop it off like maybe the I, I was leaving the next morning at like four o'clock in the morning to get out of town and I show up and they're closed because there's a there's a classic car show going on up and down the street. <laughs> oh, no. Of course, of course, right? <laughs> and that event was huge, first of all. As I drove down the street, I was like, oh no. Oh no. Oh, oh no. Like there were so many people. I mean, good for you for your show, bad for me. Because I was in the car like, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah, it's a huge event. And the beautification committee is the one who really like takes it and runs with it. And they do an awesome job. So it was awesome. <laughs> so what do you have coming up right now? Like what what's, what's new in the next uh, couple of days, couple of weeks out in Palos? Well, actually, this Thursday, today, when the podcast comes out, we're going to have our last um, concert in the park um, featuring Chicago Experience, which is usually our biggest concert of the season. So that is on August 5th um, at Memorial Park. Um, we're really excited to have them back. We actually have had them for three years in a row now, and our city just loves them. Um, so it's going to be a great night. And then we also have our last movie in the park um, on August 12th featuring Hocus Pocus. We're kind of doing like a Halloween theme um, for our last um, movie in the park. And we're pretty excited. We're going to have a ton of uh, fun crafts for the kids before the uh, the movie starts, and it will be a great night. Um, also, we have our pretty much our last big summer event, which is the kids crazy color run. Um, we're going to be throwing that color at people, the dust color at everyone through the way well, they run around community park. And that's on August 20th. And that's kind of our last big event in the summer. Um, and then we also have our weekly farmer's market that it's on Wednesdays at the municipal parking lot off of Harlem Avenue. And um, that's going to run until the beginning of October. Um, and it's from 8 a.m. until 1 p.m. every Wednesday. So we have that going on still if you're looking for some fresh produce or unique items or plants or anything that you're looking for, come see us at the farmer's market. <laughs> so, so let me get this straight. You have a race where kids run around a park and people throw things at the kids? They, they, throw, they throw color. They yes. throw color on the children. So so this yes. is great. So who gets to throw the color on the children? Because I find this funny that the children run around, people throw color on the children, then the children have to get mom and dad's uh, truck or uh, a minivan yep. or whatever, their car, and they get the color all over the car. Meanwhile, the guy who just got to throw color on him just gets to go home and be completely clean. Like, I, how, how does this work? How do I sign up to throw colors on children? Well, um, well, you can register online or here at the rec center, but yes, 
our staff are usually the ones that get to throw the color and we usually actually end up pretty messy just as much as the kids because we're actually having some fun ourselves. So it is a fun event. It's not too long of a run. It's completely fun. Not It's not, you know, competitive. It's not the Olympics or anything like that. It's strictly just for fun. We do a pre-party ahead of time with a DJ and we'll get some color out there before we start. And then, yes, kids usually end up leaving pretty messy that night. <laughs> yeah, and then you mess up but, these kids. I'm sure they're smiling. Mom and dad are like, oh, oh. I mean, like, I can imagine some parents, like, laying down cardboard in their car. Oh, yeah. We've seen cardboard where they've had to wear a garbage bag home um, <laughs> or they've, you know, put garbage bags on their seats. So it's completely fun to witness and see. And we weren't able to do it last year, so we're super pumped to bring it back this year. It's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> it, it sounds like you've had a lot of people at the events, and you did mention that it it was kind of fun to, to start seeing people get out there. If you had to pick one that's happened so far this summer, was there an event where you sat there, you looked around, and you said, wow, like I never thought we'd get back to this again, but this is amazing. Like, was there something that gave you that aha moment when you were looking around at it? Yeah, I really felt like our Independence Day celebration, because we weren't able to do it last year, it was so nice to sit back and see everyone back this year. It was we had it structured a little bit different than we normally do. We usually do inflatables for kids during the day and we didn't end up doing that. And it honestly, I felt like it made the event even better. Parents were able to spend more time with their kids. They weren't waiting in line for things. Everyone was enjoying the band and the atmosphere and just being able to come outside, get some good food, have a drink or two. And then at the end, we did a 30 minute fireworks show which was the longest fireworks show we've ever had. And I think people just really enjoyed being back and celebrating and just being together as a community. It was really my favorite event this summer, for sure. Very cool. Well, it sounds like you got a lot going on in Payless, and I'm sure you're already kind of working on what you're going to do in the fall. Uh, any any preview, or are you, you going to hold on to that tight? i got to call you back again. You know, I could give you a little bit of a preview, but I would love to come back if you would have me. But we have... Um, our biggest, pretty much our biggest um, fall Halloween event is our Touch a Truck and Treat event, where we bring out trucks, tractors, um, emergency vehicles, um, dump trucks, garbage trucks, and the kids get to actually go and beep the horns and you know, explore the trucks while dressed up in their Halloween costumes and trick-or-treating at the same time. So it's a super fun event, and that will be coming up in October. Payless has so much going on. Seriously, you guys always have a ton. If somebody wants to look up everything you talked about, what's the website? It is uh, org, and our fall playbook just went up um, in early August. So I would definitely take a look at it and registration for all of our fall events starts on August 9th. So for residents and open registration for everyone starts on August um, 16th. So it's happening. We're moving forward. <laughs> That's great to hear. Lauren Cazola from Payless Heights. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. <laughs> I have a confession to make. It's true. And I'm guessing you have done the same thing. Put more time into thinking about what's for dinner than preparing for your retirement. 
But if you think your retirement needs deserve more attention, I agree with you, and I want to help you out. I've got a local, experienced, down-to-earth guy who's a friend of this show. He's got a get-to-know-you approach and do-the-right-thing values, and he's been around for over 20 years right here on the South Side. His name is Tom Walsh. He's located on the corner of 111th and Kedzie, and he's waiting for your call. In times of financial uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call someone who's invested in your success. Reach out to Tom now, 773-779-0023, or pop in at the office right on 111th and Kedzie. Tell them we sent you. Edward Jones, making sense of investing, member SIPC. It was 2000 or 2001, I was in, living in LA uh, with my roommate, who we both worked in radio at the time, and we got, it was like, I think it was... One of the national conventions, I think it was a Democratic convention. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we got word through our jobs that at some point during this convention, Rage Against the Machine was going to pull up on a flatbed truck awesome. and play some songs. Yeah, I want to see that. So we're like, yeah, we're yeah. going. Like, Hell we yeah. We were planning on going, right? Yeah. And then he got called to work late or something like that. We ended up didn't going. And it was, people were getting shot, like losing eyes when rubber bullets. Really? Mace, like they you just, could have been at that. We could have been there. You could be one so of you, I could have been wearing a patch right now. Yeah. <laughs> What's funny is that you, you feel so regret cool that you weren't there. Yeah, I know. You I, do, don't you? Right, I was part, it could have been part of something. <laughs> you know what the biggest riot I ever saw in any any concert venue that I ever was at. Family Values when I got trampled? No, that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no. It was... It that, was, was that was Limp Bizkit too. Yeah, I know. Limp Bizkit <laughs> kills. Limp Bizkit kills people. Uh, it, was, it was the Lollapalooza that the two headliners were Soundgarden and Metallica. Oh, it was when the they, worst Lollapalooza of all time. It was 95 or 96. Were you at that one? It was out in Rockford? It was terrible. Okay. No, I was in Tinley, I think. Okay. So I went to the Rockford one that they had. They had a Rockford out in a field out That's there. That's when Metallica got all an alternative. Yeah. yeah. It started to. Yeah. Yes. The problem is, for the four shows leading up to that, there was a surprise guest that would come on and play just before Soundgarden and Metallica at the end. And the last four stops had been Rage Against the Machine. So everybody in the crowd is waiting for Rage Against the Machine. Who played Rockford? Cheap Trick. Well, it's Rockford. The moment yeah. they announced Cheap the, Trick and they came the, out, the band that had to trick, come the least far to play. So right. many projectiles were thrown at Cheap Trick, they had to leave the stage and try to calm the, the, the. Do you guys know any Rage Against the Machine songs? Just <laughs> <laughs> take the power back. <laughs> what? The crowd would not listen to them. Damn, they played man, two damn, songs, damn. they were booed, things were thrown, they left. In their yeah. own city because they weren't Rage Against the Machine because everybody was waiting for Rage Against the Machine. I like to think that was like a, a scheduling mix-up and Rage played a cheap trick show somewhere <laughs> that same night. <laughs> it is now time for your Southside Pod Word on the Street. Let's see what's going on in your neck of the woods. It's all brought to you by Family Waterproofing Solutions. They take care of everything from seepage, water getting in your basement, bowing walls to foundational issues and plans to make sure that water drains away from the house and not into it. If you're having any kind of problem at all with your foundation just outside the house in the basement, they can help you. Check out all their services at FamilyDry.com or give them a call 24-7-708-330-4466. The St. Donatus Fest and Carnival returns to Blue Island this weekend. From the moment this show comes out, 
until the end of the evening on the 8th, which is Sunday, 1939 Union Street, Rides, Games, Bingo, Live Music. This is the 116th time the fest has been held. Traditional street festival all week long. On the final day of the feast and carnival, St. Donatus will be celebrated. There'll be a procession, a mass, and the Italian festival band. Lots of great Italian food. Also, from what I understand, a very great selection of Mexican cuisine. If you need any more information, 708-385-2890, Blue Island, rocking again this weekend. Meanwhile, the Village of Oak Forest is hiring a new communications coordinator. And once you get hired, you can come on Southside Pod and tell us all about what Oak Forest is up to. That's the job description. Well, you got to talk to other people, too. You have to get information to everyone, I guess. More details at oak-forest.org. If you have a small business and you're looking for a place to put that business, Orland Park Crossing is giving three months rent free. It is all part of a pop local program put on by Edwards Realty Company. They will be taking submissions for space that is available through the 31st of August. If you want more details, shoppoplocal.com. You know, uh, Bill. Yes, Christopher. Were you aware that you could sing any Hootie the Blowfish? Usually not. I'm not aware. No, no, no. You, you, you could sing any Hootie and the Blowfish song. Darius Rucker? Darius Rucker song. Okay. But what you have to do is... What do you got to do? Yeah, it's all in the jaw. You got to release the jaw. very jawful. Very jawful when you're doing things. You got like the jowls. Uh, you got to get everything moving in there. Okay. Uh, yeah, listen. With a little love, handsome tenderness, walk above the water, rise above the mist with a little and some harmony Take the world together Take them by the hand Cause I've got a hand for you Oh, and I wanna run with you day I saw you standing there Your head was down, your eyes were red No comb your hair, I said get up and let me see you smile, take a walk together, walk the road a while, cause I've got a hand for you, I've got a hand for you, I wanna run with you, wanna let you run with you babe, hold my hand, want you to hold takes is just loosening up your jaw. Where's it I care? It's uncanny how you do that. You almost should do it without any teeth. Can I give it a try? Like you have no like you have no teeth. You've like got to pretend like you have no teeth. Too. Yeah. Rock me mama with the wagon world. That's good. That's good. It works. Rock me mama like a wild wild. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 
Okay. It works. It's working. You good right now? Got, got take off the keys and go. Like that. And I want to love you. Are you or someone you know looking to learn how to play a musical instrument this year? Then you should be checking out Westgate Music School, 6527 West 127th Street in Palos Heights. Private music lessons for all instruments, including guitar, piano, drums, voice, bass guitar, violin, banjo, ukulele, and more. Are you a vocalist? Are you ready to play a musical instrument and looking to join a group? Westgate Music School offers group classes for rock band, acapella vocal, and barbershop quartet. Students of all ages and ability levels will have the opportunity to perform three times a year in a student concert. Gift certificates for Westgate are also available. More information, call 708-586-7002 or go to westgatemusicschool.com. It is now time for your South Side Soundcheck. Live music is back at many venues. Check out these. This weekend, the Thirsty Beaver, 5599 West 127th Street, has Dave Schmidt Band Friday night from 9 to midnight. And Superfly Redneck is also going to be there Saturday night, starting at 9, going to midnight. The Friday-Saturday schedule at 115 Bourbon Street in Marionette Park has a country rock experience known as Brass Buckle Band. That's Friday from 10 until midnight. On Saturday, starting at 7 p.m., there's an acoustic show from Mary Norin and also electronic dance from Ultra Beat starting at 10 p.m. The Black Crows are in town this weekend. Saturday night, they're in Tinley Park at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. This show was originally scheduled for one year ago on the 15th of August. All original tickets are still valid. If you want a brand spanking new ticket, you can go to TinleyParkAmphitheater.com. I have a joke. Yeah, what is it? It's a long one. I want to hear it. I want to hear the whole thing. And now, Bill's long-ass joke. See, we killed 10 seconds right there. 10 seconds. Yeah. 22-year-old kid that moves to New York and wants to become an actor. Okay. And not a movie star, not a TV star. He's a Broadway star. Okay. Okay, so he's searching for jobs here and there. He's applying. He's taking auditions, doing this. He finally gets a role, his dream role, the best role possible in a Broadway play. And he has one line, but it's the most important line in the entire play. And his line is, Hark, I hear the cannons roar. Okay. And that is his line. Hark, I hear the cannons roar. He is the roar. Hark, I hear the cannons roar guy. So he goes home to his little studio apartment, and he's just looking in his mirror and saying, Hark, I hear the cannons roar. Hark, I hear the cannons roar. He's practicing Hark. different dialects, different everything. I hear the cannons roar. His big debut first night show right. is Saturday night. So he gets a good, good night's rest Friday night. Right. And uh, no Red Bull and vodka. No, 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 not at all. But he can't sleep, so he's up all night practicing. Hark. So it's like 10 o'clock in the I morning, the and he's still practicing. Roar. He's like, oh, my God, I got to go to sleep. I got to get some rest. So he sets his alarm for 6 o'clock because it shows at 7. Right. Okay. Uh, 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 uh. Alarm goes off. He looks over. He set it for 6.50. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God! I'm the Hark the Hear Cannons Roar guy. That's a terrible. I got to get over to Broadway and, and, and do right. my line. Right. Yeah. So he he gets dressed real quick. Screwed. He runs out to the to the, the, the to the to the street and he's trying to hail a cab, trying to hail a cab. No Is one's this stopping. At the beginning of the play or finally, after the play? Finally, the, the, the taxi comes up and he's like. He's like, where can I take you, Mac? Because that's how they talk in New York. Where can I take you, Mac? Is that how they talk in New York? Yeah, Nobody I think talks so. like I don't that. Know. Okay. He goes, I'm the Hark. I hear the cannons roar guy. And they go, 
They heard about him. They go, you're the heart guy here at Canada's Roar guy? Get in. Let's go. You're Holy late. Wow. Okay, so yeah. he gets inside the cab, and they're right. cruising through New York traffic. It's crazy. You know, a lot of a lot of taxis everywhere. That's what it is in New York. Yeah. So Everybody's back, get, and there's lots get, of taxis. They yeah. get into right. uh, the front back. of the theater. Right. It's 7 o'clock on the dot. Show's already started. Uh-huh. Gets out of the cab. Uh, I don't have my wallet. I don't care. You're the heart, the hair, cannon roar guy. Get inside this there. This is awesome. I mean, I want to be the heart. Get inside there. Yeah. Hark, I so hear the cannon He's roar. running through the front door. Right. Excuse me, sir, where's your ticket? And he goes, I, I don't have a ticket. I'm the heart guy. I hear the cannon's roar guy. You're the heart guy. I hear the cannon's roar guy? <laughs> Get in there. <laughs> and he runs through there. He goes to, he's running up the stairs. He gets to the curtains. The curtains are closed. They're like, sorry, sir, the show has started. You can't, uh, you can't enter until intermission. Right. He's like, I'm the heart guy. I hear the cannon's roar guy. And the Andy Frank goes, you're the heart guy here to Candace Roy Andy guy? Fran is there? Andy Frane. Andy Frane. Yeah, the, the guys yeah, that the guys control the seats. The ushers guys. The ushers. They just serve beer at White Sox games. No. They're, they're, they're everywhere. Ushers. They're everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I've learned something right. new in this joke. You're the heart guy here to Candace Roy guy? Get around back. Go to the, the cast entrance. Right. He's, they usher him over there. Gets in the back. He's going to the stage entrance. <sighs> He's out of breath. Right. He's running all over the place. Right. And he's like, sir, you can't come back here. Security's right there because it's right. the, the cast right. entrance. Right. right. He's like, and he says, sir, you can't come back here. He goes, hey, no, yeah. no, 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 no. I'm on. Like, in, in minutes, I'm the Hark I hear the Candace Roar guy. And they're like, you're the Hark I hear the Candace Roar guy? Get out there. You're on in like 30 seconds. Wow. Finally, he gets back Everybody, there. like, knows when this guy yeah, goes right. on. It's the, the most first important show, and everybody knows exactly most how important, important it is. Incredible. By the skin of his cannons. Wow. So he gets back there, and he's right at the side of the stage, and there's a, a, a stage hand, and he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. He's, uh-huh. like, he's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm the Hark. I hear the cannons roar guy. He goes, you're the Hark. I hear the cannons roar guy? You're on in, like, four seconds. Get out there. So the guy runs out on the stage, and then he hears, boom, <laughs> boom. And he goes, what the hell was that? <laughs> Thank you for listening to see what's happening on the Southside Pod. On the Southside Pod. Join us again and be sure to tell a friend about the Southside Pod. About the Southside Pod. All things about the neighborhood we live in. All things about the places that we go. It's the best side of Chicago, the South Side Pod. I am done. Not even close. I'm done. Bud. I'm vaccinated. I'm good. Get your boosters I ain't and shut up. Huh? Get your boosters. I'm not getting any up. boosters. There'll be no boosters. Well, you're gonna die then. <laughs> That's what, that's what they say. You know what I think is funny is that they always just have the one vaccine that they keep bringing up. I haven't seen the word Moderna written on anything in the news for like the last like six months. So it's like Pfizer this and Pfizer booster and Pfizer mistake and Pfizer whatever. That's and I'm like, thank Pfizer's God I got the news. Moderna. Like, Pfizer's <laughs> saying that they need boosters. I know, like Pfizer's like, We need to sell bo- I mean, you guys need boosters. We, we, need, we need to make more money. You guys need some boosters. The government <laughs> should pay for them all too. Right. <laughs>